Hi, Dick Wagner here. Welcome to our Crestcast podcast. As a co-founder of the Crest Network, my area of expertise is marketing and especially with route type marketers. My phone number 419-202-6745. And I'll always take your call. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's probably pretty controversial. TPAs may be killing your business future. The following is my opinion of what they're doing to the disaster restoration and recovery industry. This certainly will be controversial, and it may upset some people. Others will agree with me completely, and some just simply don't know what to think. If you're not familiar with TPAs, I think that's a good thing. Some people refer to them as programs or program work. That's how you would uh, generally define a, a TPA. First off, a TPA doesn't work for you, and they rarely work with you. My belief is that their primary interest, aside from making money at your expense, is to accommodate and appease and essentially be in bed with the insurance carriers, giving them exactly what they want, which is to pay as little as possible on the claim. Second, they are about making money. Let's not forget that. They are a business. You are a source of income and profit for them. You as a restoration contractor agree to take less, often much less. In other words, smaller invoice, less profit. So they can be the hero for the insurance company. The less the carrier must pay you, the more the TPA can make, either directly or indirectly. Third, by TPAs controlling which restoration contractors get the job, the contractor automatically tends to give the TPA exactly what they want because the contractor becomes like a drug addict, always wanting more and knowing they won't get any more jobs if they don't give in to whatever the TPA demands. When a contractor kowtows to the TPA, he is no longer in control of his destiny and his own sales within his company. Just as we're clear on, just so that we're clear on what I'm really talking about, the concept of kowtow really means to bow, to kneel, to genuflect, to grovel, to give obeisance. If you don't do this, you won't get much or maybe no work from that TPA. Several other factors come into play as well. The TPA has very little incentive to ensure the policyholder, that's your homeowner, your customer, they have very little incentive to ensure that that policyholder fully and completely gets what they're entitled to according to their policy. 
the insurance carrier more than ever just wants to know how hard the TPA can squeeze the contractor to reduce the claim, reduce the dollar amounts, which obviously does little for the vulnerable policyholder. Program work takes away the contractor's ability to truly work for the policyholder. Since they ultimately must appease the program administrator of that TPA. It also means the contractor becomes so dependent on TPA referred jobs that they often have little incentive to market themselves properly. In other words, hire and teach quality marketers to promote their restoration business and its special uniqueness and differentiation. When you're dependent on program work or TPA work, it usually means you send marketers out every day doing worthless stop, drop, and roll style marketing, mostly just spinning their wheels, calling on insurance agents that either can't or won't refer their policyholders, except to call the claims 800 number. And yes, there is a worse, in my opinion, worse news than that. As restoration contractors get more dependent on the fix of the phone ringing with these types of jobs, they become less motivated to improve their own marketing efforts. So the cycle expands and they try to get on more and more programs. I know personally of a contractor that was on as many as 15 different TPA or program uh, groups. It makes me think of the classic line, what we lose in profit we make up for in volume. Once contractors are closely tied with multiple TPAs, they now have to follow different rules. Remember, each program has different requirements. It has different documentation, different response times, different equipment, and some even specify the types of equipment or the brands that they use. Most have strict rules on how quickly the invoice is submitted after completion. And most of all, they demand you to accept their arbitrarily established low line item pricing. Much lower even than the familiar estimating program that they demand you use for the style of the invoice that you create. More TPAs, the more TPAs that there are, and there are many, the more insurance carriers are in control of your business and the less profit you're going to enjoy. Remember what competition often does? It continually brings down the price you can charge. It also means you're truly not working for the client on their loss. 
but your allegiance must be to the TPA, or you won't get any more of their wonderful referrals. If they continue to grow more powerful, you could easily see air movers, as an example, with a line item price of $5 a day. Beware, that's very possible that that can happen. Certainly having expressed my opinion and likely upsetting many people, those that don't agree with me might say, they're not good at marketing, so marketing, so this saves me the effort. Or I don't take these jobs, or if I don't take these jobs and accept their demands, somebody else will. And that can hurt me. That is, however, a poor reason to be in business, and certainly a poorer reason for your business future. The Crest Network, CrestLibrary.com. Crest, the crestnetwork.com. These podcasts, the Crest app, which you can find on the Google Store or on the Apple Store, in addition to me, Bill Giannone, and many others in the Crest Network, will simply enable you to be a high producer and extremely profitable. Do you have questions? You want to make some comments to me about this or give me some other thoughts on it? Call me now, Dick Wagner, 419-202-6745. Talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.